There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My talkers, thanks for hanging out with us on this hump day, February 16th. And you know what? It's about 20-something degrees outside. The sun looks to be out. You can't complain. And now you guys are here. We're here. To finalize that trifecta. That's right. People on Facebook are posting to us, sharing. Uh, other people have been doing eyeball exercising like I did when I was in Mexico last month. Remember I watched the guy do the oh, workout? Oh, yeah, the exercise. And my eyes just went up and down and all <laughs> the around. The Italian following. David Beckham? Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone else, so they were in Miami Beach, and a guy was, like, doing strength lunges with a piece of rubber. T- I'm doing eyeball exercising, too. And I'm, like, to borrow a free uh, thing from a funny card, I mailed a friend. Yeah. I'm in the fitness protection program. I okay, <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> That's funny. That is good. Okay, so you said, yesterday I was talking to you about... Kajunking or what is it called? Kajoring. Kajoring. Where I watched Jason try to put on a ski boot so oh. he could kajor behind a horse. Skajor. Skajor, which is very popular and it's done at the Lopet every year, but behind the Lopet. Yeah. The cousin. Oh, <laughs> for three. Every, every year behind dogs. The, uh, listen, I watched Jason. It was towards the end of yesterday's show. Oh, and so hard. I was laughing because he couldn't, and he was probably so glad he couldn't get that big. I mean, that's a substantial foot size, a 14. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. It's substantial. And uh, <laughs> and uh, it's just, and he couldn't get in. And I was watching Kendall, and I mean, that horse is clipping along. Uh, very much so. Yeah. It wasn't I, an easy thing to do. But we've never heard of scajoring in our life, and obviously we've never gone spectating at the Loppet. No. The cross-country thing at Theater Worth. You know, that was last weekend or the weekend before. I had I something else going on. loathe cross-country skiing. Oh, Me see, too. I, I love it. I hate it. No Why? Idea behind it is it. such a good workout. Great. I'm in the fitness protection program. <laughs> <Julia>. <laughs> It's too much work <laughs> for me. It. it. I don't like it, although I did it. I've done it on the Kawishri River in Ely on like a sunny packed powdered day and it wasn't fresh snow okay and it was fun and i did it one other time where it was kind of a pa- sunny packed powder you have such I, rules i don't want fresh powder because of the fitness protection program that yeah. i am enrolled in right it's so much work oh it's fun to cross country ski well that's why it's a good workout yeah, but when you know you can just put on those other skis and go, go down, down a hill. hill and but I mean, but that's so much more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Six, they're completely different. Workouts. I know. I, I've tried to get myself to like it. I even one time pretended to Casey that I would be interested in doing such a thing. <laughs> and then when he 
uh, went, he was all ready to go buy equipment. He went and tried it, and he realized he didn't like it either. Oh, this is so funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is Mm-mm. so funny. Mm-mm. I, I'd, I'd, I'd curl. I'd go back to curling before. Yeah, I'd well, that is not country. the same physical exercise. It's a completely different round. Okay. Yeah. That's why we haven't, you know, been bystanders and watched the amazing, you know, the Lopet. Or gone to Cable, Wisconsin for that other big one. Oh, whatever yeah. that. Not that's the called. Schwamigan is in the summer. The Burke the Biner, Biner. which is so fun. Which I've got. Actually, I have gone you to have party gone. there. Yes. But never watched the race. Tried to drive my girlfriend's car up a ski hill. Now that's is, does that surprise you, Grant? Very early in the morning. <laughs> Very early. They're, the- they're not that big a hill, so I could see where you would think that might work. Oh yeah, no, I that could was a see- disastrous idea <laughs> that we thought sounded fun. <laughs> Isn't it great how they I, sound fun in the beginning, and then oh, afterwards yeah. you're like, it's wow. So I through your twenties safe and sound. I rode <laughs> in the Shawamigan, the sixteen mile bike race, and no, my ex right. used to ride in the forty one. Oh, and so um, I did it with my sister in law, and um, you know, got the fancy new bike had with the pedals, you know, attached and everything. Oh, those are those pedals are a nightmare. Well, you need it in this, but I didn't realize the Berkey binder is. I mean, it really is the driving. It's it's driving up and down, riding up and down hills with sand right. as their surface. Doesn't that it sound was, terrible? Remember, right? Remember this? I had okay. I look so cute, by the way. Mm-hmm. I had on my lipstick. I was ready to go, and all of a sudden, my new bike, the chain, gets stuck like within the first mile. Oh. And I have to ask for help because I couldn't get it undone. And there was a gentleman with shaved legs, a professional, who, <laughs> who you know, when you shave your legs He's to aerodynamic, bike, that's right, sure. you know it. And he yeah. was willing to help me stop. And then by then I realized time, I was not going to get the great time that I expected, you know, to come in first place. So I mm-hmm. waited for my sister-in-law and then we had like this support group. Yes, you can. One more hill. Yes, you can. Because it was just up and down. It was up, up and down and up and down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the 40 milers came in ahead of our 60 mile. Yeah. You know, the bike riders. Well, that happens at uh, Grandma's Marathon. It you does. You see the half marathoners. Some are coming in after, after people have run yes. 26.2 yeah. miles. Wow. You get lapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, some people are just doing that half marathon, just like to do it or doing it with a friend. So right. they're not like. They also might be in some form of fitness protection program <laughs> training and running 100 miles a week getting ready for a marathon. <laughs> Unbelievable. I love the fitness protection, protection. program. Isn't that, that is, funny? Oh, that's the new group. I got to figure out where to sign up. Yeah. No, it, it would be a hysterical t-shirt. Yeah. I know. <laughs> At I a know. gym especially. F- FPI. <laughs> I think it's funny. It is. That's a good one, Laura. Yeah, it was in a card I sent to somebody to uh, cheer somebody up card, and it said... Um, Oh, don't worry. We can always exercise together. And then you open up inside and it said, oh, who are we kidding? We know we're both in the fitness protection. (laughs) (laughs) Don't kid yourself. I like it. All right. Anyway. Okay. So the My Talk Awards, it's happening, people. Yep. uh, Only because we recorded, you know, like a a, a promo of when everyone's going to be debating who wins. So we need our My Talk people to go to my talk one zero seven one. Put in keyword awards yes. and then vote for all these. I mean, the D bag of the year. How can it not be Kanye West? I couldn't agree more. There's- I mean, he. It's just I don't know how. I mean, here's your other choices: Prince right. Andrew. Yes. Yes. Uh, Hilaria Baldwin. Yeah. Yes. 
Jamie Spears, yes. Mm-hmm. Army Hammer, yes. yes. Kanye West, we, absolutely. He, he continues to give all year round. The other ones have just kind of done something here or there, but Kanye never he's stops. He's a consistent. He's a consistent D-bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a nice thing to yeah. have in our business. Yeah. <laughs> we can always talk about him. Yeah. Now, the celebrity story of the year, that will be wildly contested. That will be a close heat. Yeah, I think so. Which one are you? Are so you... that's the Kim and Kanye divorce. Yes. Harry and Meghan is another contestant. The Britney conservatorship. Benefer 2.0 and Alec Baldwin. Well, Benefer 2.0 has been dominating the headlines in a glorious way. I think since so. May. I think so. I'm, it made us yes. happy. It, it, that's, These other ones are all like I put the Britney conservatorship under the uh, the viral internet moment, the free Britney thing, because right? that was such a mm-hmm. big part of that. So it's going to be some, you know, there's going to be close races, and then there's going to be wipeouts. I agree. Yeah. So but it again, all depends on all, how but people, people can go vote. Yes. Yeah. Be a part of it. Be a part of it. Thank Your you. Your vote everybody. counts here. That's right. All right. Listen, mm-hmm. when we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Yeah, why are we playing Mr. Bojangles? Well, you told me it's about a dog, which I never even knew before today. Well, I love the song. It, yeah, Mr. Bojangles. Yeah. It's a it's a classic. It was uh, written and originally recorded by Jerry Jeff Walker in 1968, album of the same name. Sammy Davis Jr. became a signature song for him but he himself jerry jeff walker and the reason why i wanted to find a dog because our next story is about a movie simply called dog and so jerry jeff walker said he was inspired to write the song after an encounter with the street performer in new orleans and he was it they were all in the drunk tank as they called it okay and he met, but this, not literally where you full, throw a softball at it, and they just go. Down, no, no, down. They, he was in jail in New Orleans, <laughs> oh, so he was in jail. Okay. Yes, Jerry Jeff Walker, and he met a homeless man who called himself Mister Bojangles, so he didn't ever have to identify himself. I love as that anything. name. Yeah, and he'd been arrested as part of a group. They were just arresting homeless people because there'd been a high-profile murder in, okay, got in New it. Orleans. Got it. And the two men, and then the other people in the cell. They were just talking about this, that, and the other thing. But when Mr. Bojangles told the story about his dog that he had that traveled with him, and when that dog died after 15 years, how it made him so sad and everything, and every guy in there, they all related to it because everybody has probably at least one dog in their life that, you know, they feel that way about. Oh, gosh, yes. Okay, yes. so that's why I wanted to play Mr. Bojangles for you, because Channum, Chan, I can't call him See, anything okay, but so Channum. Grant, so, Grant, you Channing know how Tatum. I combine the words. Yeah, you did a little combo there. Yeah, yeah but years ago, years ago, I just decided he's Channum. He's Channum, and it's Channing <laughs> Tatum, Tatum, because it's combined. so hard to say Channing Tatum. Yeah. So, Channum. Channum is him. It's just better. Just, it's easier. Let's roll with it. It's yeah. a good shortcut. And he has this uh, movie uh, coming out on Friday, and I looked, and it's, listen, it's at the Highland, it's at AMC Rosedale, Mm -hmm. the West End, Mall of America, Southdale, and AMC Moundsview. So it's getting a big release, Release. and the... um, the Guardian across the pond, they got to publish it, and they said, "Listen, it is Dog is a soulful movie with uh, Rippling Flanks and Channing Tatum, and in Two Beauties, The Hollywood Hunk, 
and the dog is a Belgian Halinois. Halinois. It almost looks like a German Shepherd. Oh, yeah, I think I saw it. Now I've yep. That's yeah. funny because they call it over here a Belgian Milanos. Yeah, whatever. whatever. It looks like a German Shepherd. It does. Anyway, they apparently make this very enduring, endearing duo. And Channing Hill. No, Channing oh, and, and the, the dog. dog. Okay. And Channing has try has been trying to get this movie made forever. It's his directorial debut. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, and uh, so he did a Zoom with a GMA, and here he talks about starring in the movie, and it takes three dogs to play the one dog. The one. Mm-hmm. Different dogs play the role of Lulu. You want to take them all home? Yeah, uh, yes and no. Look, like working with the dogs. I mean, I remember. Sorry, uh, like working with dogs. I remember talking to this director, and they were like, uh, it was like very, very accomplished director, and they're like, "Well, what's your first movie?" And we're like, told him the story. He's like, "Don't do that. <laughs> don't, just don't do that. Whatever you do, don't do that story." And we were like, "Well, we're doing it." And he's like, "You guys aren't smart, uh, but these dogs." This breed specifically, the Belgian Malinois, they're so smart. We'd never have been able to like figure this out. But we had three dogs. Uh, Lana Five was our smallest. Zuza was our biggest, and Britta was our um, was our middle dog. And she was kind of our our, our hero. And she's one I bonded with the most. Um, and and it was really specific because this dog's not supposed to listen to me. Almost. I don't know, 85 to 90% of the whole movie. So we had to bond with the dog enough that the dog wouldn't bite me in the face if I was yelling at it or something. Uh, and, wow. and not bond with it enough that it wouldn't listen to me when I asked it to do something. So it was a, it was a strange line to walk. But uh, I, these, these, I'll have forever be bonded with all three of these dogs. For- so the movie is about, he plays, Channon plays an army ranger yeah. tasked with driving this unruly but misunderstood military canine dog from Washington to Arizona. And it was years in the making. And uh, Channam and his buddy worked as producers on this 2017 HBO documentary about multi-purpose uh, dogs titled War Dog, A Soldier's Best Friend. And they drew inspiration from this documentary. And they came up with this story about, you know, an army ranger and his dog named Lulu, which Chanum named mm-hmm. after his own dog that he had for like 15 years that died, separately grappling with returning home from being on the front lines of war, mm-hmm. both the man and the dog. Right. So that's that's right. what it's all about. And it's a road trip. Two former army rangers. So yeah. he's with some other kids. Yeah. And he's yeah. bringing the dog to his former owner's funeral. Oh, wow. And he, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Adam, cute. It's supposed to be a warm, it's a dramedy, Julia. We've got comma and drama and comedy and drama. And Lulu's struggling to adapt to peacetime because she's... Used to being a dog with a, her job was. I love how they just call it dog. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it it's uh, 
you know, um, you're quite taken with him. We're quite taken. Quite with taken, Chanum. He just, just absolutely love him. And we just saw, you know, the Lost City where he's the Sandra Bullock movie. And he's um, talking about Magic Mike three. Well, we've got that audio oh, okay. for you if you because it was. Uh, listen, they were so excited. Chanum was on that. Robin, George, and Michael Strain were all in on the Zoom call. I love that. <laughs> so George took the the questions about the movie the dog uh, just called dog but it really i mean we don't get very many dog movies not lately we just talked about beethoven yesterday but right but people don't really realize that there are you know that we have war dogs that dogs that are on the field like an you know an enlisted Mm -hmm. dog but they're dogs that are specifically they're able to you know whatever sniff out this or that or whatever they do ieds things like that. yes like that um and then michael strahan wanted of course to ask about magic mike Mm -hmm. so here's what chanham says no another movie that's coming up i have to ask you about a little bit safer the next magic mike magic mike three how's rehearsals going how's the training going i don't know about safer we no one's gonna be safe during this one. Uh, not not us doing it. <laughs> not, not people that's, that's in it. Um, yeah, no, it's. I mean, Strayan, you know firsthand uh, that this this. You know, look, it's it's a contact sport uh, doing these movies. And and look, I I said that I did not want to make a third one unless we like swung for the fence. Then you know. This should be the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl halftime show that we just saw in movie form with strippers. That's 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 my that's my bar that I'm going to put it to. Ooh, um, so you've we'll set the bar wow. high right Whoa. there. That is a great tease. <laughs> Channing, always great to have you on the show. <laughs> I want to so, know how does Strahan know firsthand? In, because he was in Magic Mike XXL. Two. Got it, the that, second yeah. one. Yes, that yeah. came Forgot out in 2015. That. So this Got new it. one's going to, because I remember him in it, so I had to just go double check. Okay. And Magic Mike's Last Dance is the name of this one. Yeah. Listen, those movies work. Listen, I took There's Marlene always a good story. There's to, always a good to Magic story. Mike. Yeah, there's a good story behind it. Okay, Magic Mike, you know, Marlene, who was a nun for 40 years or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and she was movie buddy. And we, what was her one word? Because she would have one word. She had uh, one <laughs> sentence. Yeah. And the, her thing about Matt, and I told her ahead of time, I said, you know, are you right going to this movie? Mm-hmm. It's about this it. guy, and it's a group of strippers and sort of his story. And, male strippers. Yeah, males. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, 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 <laughs> you know. And we watched it, and she kept gripping her um the movie Arm, the arms, arms and arm just rest. going and her eyes rest yeah and making these faces <laughs> and i'm just cracking up and i looked at her when it was all over and she just said well I've, I've never seen that many naked men but she said but you know in the end it was a story of redemption and i like percent and magic mike is a story of yeah, redemption hey it really oh, is. Oh, that's so funny. We love a redemption story. We really I like do. how he said it's a contact sport. That gives it some I, context. Right. It's, so funny. <laughs> it's so anyway, funny. Anyway, but Dog is in theaters everywhere on Friday. Love and, it. And uh, it sounds like it's going to be it a good movie. It sounds fun. Yeah. Right. All right, Grant, what's happening out there with the traffic? Just a couple. Dog reminder, we were just talking about Chanum's movie and about the Belgian Malinois, which looks like a German shepherd. Yes. From uh, our friend Panda, she said... Uh, An urgent. Urgent. She said, when you promote the movie, Dog, please preface it with, do not go adopt a Belgian Malinois simply based on the movie. I own one. She's like a velociraptor in dog form. You need to oh. research uh, oh. the dog before adopting. They're incredibly smart, which is why they are military, military dogs yes. and military trained dogs. But... Um, 
She said, you don't want people adopting and abandoning. And I know I have always said to people when they're thinking about getting a dog, I said, well, find out what that dog's natural job is before you adopt it. Mm -hmm. Because every dog has a natural job. No, they do. Grant. Grant. They do. They do. She does. She's right. I'm right. And, and so if you're an apartment dweller who wants just some little dog to cuddle with. Don't get a border collie. That's right. <laughs> don't know. get a beagle. Don't get. You know, there's lots of dogs. Right. That you just have to find out what is that dog's job. And then you'll be able to decide whether or not it will fit. In your lifestyle. In yes. your life. In your you're home. Because right. I had a friend once who had a German Shepherd in a, in like a 800 square foot apartment. Oh, and that poor dog, every chance it could get away and run. It, it did. did. It did. Why? Yeah. Because German Shepherds need to run. That's yeah. one of their jobs. Yep. Absolutely. And, I mean, he was the most unhappy dog. Mm-hmm. No, so, you're you're 100% right there. That's well, thank you, Panda, for giving us yeah. that. But that's so true. And because German Shepherds are like a Belgian Malinois. They kind of look alike, but they're very smart dogs. But they need to run. They have a job. They mm-hmm. And it's a job of um, not laying around yeah. in an apartment. Okay? <laughs> it's not a, a bully French bulldog. That's yeah. right. Where you just... <laughs> Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, so, oh my gosh, the Olympics. Let's talk about it. They're popping off in Beijing. The clear winner is uh, Bing Dwen Dwen, the panda, the uh, Olympic. The mascot. The mascot. mascot. That's the big big winner. But um, one of the hot topics is this 15-year-old figure skater from Russia named Camilla Valiva. And she tested positive for performance-enhancing drugs and was allowed to compete. And it actually was yesterday morning, and the short program, the long program is tomorrow morning, but NBC replayed it last night. Yep. And, of course... The women's short The women's short program. And Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski... Both former skaters. That's right. And Tara Lipinski, a 15-year-old USA skater who won Olympic gold when she was 15. Love that. I mean, mm-hmm. but anyway, they have, were not able to do anything about what is clearly a lapse in judgment on the part of the Olympics people. But they showed their disdain by turning their color co- commentary off mm-hmm. down to zero. <laughs> yeah, just zero. <laughs> and yesterday we learned from the New York Times that she tested also for two other heart medications. Yes. And those medications are not banned, but they had... The, the the Russian Olympic Committee said maybe somehow the angina medication she'd taken, she actually ex, might have, you know, her grandfather has angina and somehow. Like I said, yeah. Lori, my mm-hmm. grandma Julia had it and she had mm-hmm. a little bottle of teeny white pills. Mm-hmm. They're smaller than a baby aspirin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't mistake that. Yeah. And then you also talked, Lori, about how. She was allowed to compete. But how sensitive what Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski said about oh. putting anything in their body, yeah. from cough syrup to anything, how sensitive they well, are. Well, that was Adam uh, oh, Rapon, right. who, Olympic skater, Dancing with the Stars. He coaches this gal, Mariah Bell. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he was so upset about it. He said, you know... Um, he said, basically, if your only defense to this doping scandal is, do you really think everyone else is clean? That is the problem. You assume everyone's cheating when they're not. They're competing clean. In the U.S., if you fail a doping test, you are out plain and simple. And yes, as an athlete at a young age, we sat through USADA presentations yep. where we were discouraged, don't take multivitamins. Yep. 
when you get a cold, don't take cold medicine. Avoid creams and other topicals that might have something in them that Steroid can come up. Yeah, right. Isn't that something? And so he he was just really upset about it Critical. and and that Mariah Bell was was really a great skater but for for Johnny Weir and Tara I mean they are they barely said a word they, <laughs> they barely said a word they right. said uh Johnny Weir all he said I mean they noted a jumping pass and then they stayed mum even when she, she did a stumble and uh-huh. Johnny Weir said all I feel I can say is that was the short program of Camilla Valiva at the Olympics. <laughs> mic was, drop. Yeah, mic drop. <laughs> mic drop. That okay, was and there was a lot of applause for her, and, and she looked trembly-lipped and everything. I mean, she she's did. 15. I do, yeah. And then Tara said, and for all the other Olympic athletes skating here, I feel I need to say again, she had a positive test. We should not have seen this skate. We are so sorry. It's overshadowing your Olympics. And I love that she said that. Yeah, and Tara, she won in 88 at the Nagano Games. She noted that she had repeatedly declared before the mm-hmm. Beijing Games, Beijing, that Valiva was the best skater. She said, saying that, now looking back at that, it makes me confused, angry, and disoriented. Mm-hmm. And Johnny kept roasting Camilla after the show was over. Oh, tell me. He took to Twitter to post his disappointment, disdain. He said, it's the hardest event I've ever had to cover. I thank you for all for supporting the skaters that should be in this competition whose life's work is on the line. Yeah. I mean, if a girl needs three different heart medications at 15, my goodness, she should be playing chess, not ice skating. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) She should move to the other Russian sports. Shame. Shame. Again. It's so wrong. Yeah. Beyond. It, and then they already have said, we're not going to give her a medal. And we still don't know if we're no, going to give medals. We will award no medal mm-hmm. ceremony and she'll have an asterisk by it. But it's so it's already wrong. And they it's already know it's people. wrong. It is hurting like, the other people because can you imagine? You don't you, get your ceremony. No, you win a she, silver and you want to stand up there and have that picture for life and you don't. It's it's wrong in so many ways. When we host an Olympic here. That's right. Team Grant, Team Lojay. Yep. We're not going to allow. We're not going to allow this. And like you guys, like you said too, you brought this up yesterday and today. America never would have even let her come to any type of competition once she was found guilty. Russia is also, you know, they continue to cheat. Every this has continued to happen as now they're the Russian Olympic Committee, Mm -hmm. not Russia anymore, because they got busted in the past. They knew she was doping and still let her come to the Olympics. I'm repeating what you guys had said yesterday. That's a big point. They knew she failed and they still let her compete. There's like an honor and integrity there that they're lacking. None. Oh, yeah. None. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Just... Well, and Johnny Weir did say afterwards, it's a slap to all these other skaters. Oh, 100%. Very difficult for them. And he said, you know, for a lot of the skaters, no, there are only three people can medal. And there's 25 people skating. But for many of them, this is a dream. Yeah. And the Czechoslovakian woman that skated, 25-year-old at the oldest, she, she, she skated to Sweet Dreams by the Rhythmics. She was so wonderful and amazing, but at 25, she's like a dinosaur. Exactly. In the ice skating world, because she's got hips and breasts, and, you know, she's not. But it was such a beautiful dance, and, you know, Johnny and Tara were just explaining and putting in perspective. Just to get to this 25 is such an elite group of skaters. They're skating for their country, and Mm -hmm. this, and to have the IOC doing... The allowing this and then over on the other side over in snowboarding julia marino 
had to pull out of the Big Air qualifier because in the bottom of her snowboard, she's sponsored by Prada. And they said, you have to cover Prada on the bottom of your snowboard or you can't compete. Now... This is her board. But the board, you it's already waxed yeah, and everything's in it. You can't put anything can't on it. But, 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 duct tape over so it? they're mad. They wouldn't let her compete over because, Prada on the bottom right. of her but snowboard. But someone who's doping right. compete. It's the, yeah, like we said, the IOC, you said it yesterday, the only more corrupt organization in the IOC is the mafia. Yeah. It's pretty plain and simple. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, she said I got I got okay to do you know like to do it on for the slope event, but I couldn't for the big air. So I mean, they're just like all over, all over the place, yeah. all over the place, and uh, very. Uh, Prada is not an official Olympic sponsor, but they're obviously a sponsor of Julia Marino. Right. Mm-hmm. It just said Prada on the bottom of the board. So dumb. No, no, you have to cover that up, wow. or you cannot compete. All right. Just, and then, Grant, you've got the hockey's. Oh, hockey I was just going to say the sad news about the U.S. men's hockey team last night. They lost, you guys. And this I'm, is not a spoiler. This was on live last, last night. night. Right. Yeah. They were up two to one with 40 seconds left. And they the other team pulled their goalie, gave up a goal with 20 seconds left. And you could tell right away all the wind was out of their sails. And you could mm-hmm. tell. And they went into overtime. Nobody scored. Then they and did the shootout. shootout. And they lost. Was it Slovakia? I believe they lost to Slovakia. Yes, exactly. right. And mm-hmm. then I believe Canada was losing this morning when I was watching with like three <laughs> minutes left. They were down one to nothing. I don't know for sure if they lost. Yeah. But I think Canada and USA are both out of the Olympics in men's hockey right now. Yeah. I believe. Which is crazy. Tonight's the big women's. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The women's. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. supposed to be kind of good. And then, you know, the I the curling is going on. And uh, yesterday we had, uh, you know, our big shot maker, you know, the skip who shoots last. Yes. How do you do? Uh, well, he missed. He missed something. Oh. He missed a game changing house clearing heave. Oh, no. Uh, he doesn't usually. I mean, that yeah. is he's like the marksman, he's the marksman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's the marksman. So anyway, I'm not sure what's happening right. with that. You know, because that's a round robin elimination yes, yes, thing. Yes, but yes. that was a big game that they had with Sweden, and he just, uh, yeah, it was uh, a choke. He missed a nose hit. That's what they call it. A in nose the business. hit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there's your there is your, <laughs> your right on the nose because you know how they got the broom yeah, out yeah. there. Yeah, I know. Your right where to point, right where to aim. No, when I curled, they didn't have the light that went on How if you crossed the, the line. I love I the, the light. Yeah, thank you. How about well, that so light? that's so they don't have to review if you slide over the line. I love it. Yeah. Because Modern you can't, technology. Yeah, you can't go over the line. And in the old days of competition, you it would have to. It, it's like a tennis linesman. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. you can't step over yeah. that line or the yeah. shot doesn't count. So mm. now having that light, they don't have to do all these reviews. That's nice. Yeah. So that's where I, the light is in mm-hmm. the. Granite yes, so Stone, made let's, in Scotland. Yes, let's root on the U.S. women's hockey team tonight. Yeah, let's that'll do be it. fun. I think it's on at ten o'clock our time. I believe on USA Network. You can watch it tonight, ten o'clock. Okay, time. groovy. So, All right, listen. When we come back, Neil Justin and Roger Friedman have seen the first two episodes of Mrs. Maisel, which drops this Friday. By the way, we got the reviews. Well, everybody, Mrs. Maisel is finally returning to our small screens. It's been. Two years. Two years since yeah. we've seen Mrs. Maisel. And uh, Neil Justin, it's going to be in tomorrow's Star Tribune. Uh, they always run on Thursday what our critics are watching this yes, weekend. Yes, I love and it. And he headlines the story, Mrs. Maisel returns and all is right in the world and it's still marvelous. 
Oh. And I didn't realize it was coming back this Friday. Well, yeah, I'd seen her. Because it's Rachel always Bryson. been a fall show. Well, but then with but, the COVID yeah. everything. Um, and it's been a while. Um, yeah, this is only, this is season four. Right. I watched maybe in Jan- in December or something. I ca- got caught, caught up. Because I had the second part of the last season that they did that I never even finished. Yeah. So I got all caught up. Oh, it'll be fresh it's in still, your mind. Well, you know what this show does deliver? I got kind of sick of... I don't know why. I thought season three was the weakest. Yeah, I was sick of her mouth. I was sick of the mouthiness. Um, I didn't feel the heart, mm-hmm. you know, in it. And then at the end of it, it got better, but I didn't feel the heart. Yeah, and Shirley K. Brown plays yeah. her manager. Well, I, in, in this season four, now this is what Roger Freeman says, thank goodness this show is back. We've seen two episodes. They are spectacularly inventive, witty, and charming. Everyone is back, even Jane Lynch's character, because she's desperate for right. Susie to represent her. And when we last saw Midge and Susie, They'd been fired by Shy Baldwin, played by Sterling sure. K. Brown. And um, Midge, you know, yes. yeah. Rachel Brosnahan mm-hmm. had outed him at the Apollo Theater. No, so his manager fired Axe the Tour. That's how the show yeah. ended. Yeah. And um, so, anyway, uh, Midge returns to Queens to give her parents all the bad news of what's going on. And the first episode takes place on Coney Island. It really, the clothing, the sets, they really, it's wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. But that was the best thing about season three was the whole Miami, the that clothes. whole beach vibe yeah. and all of that. Lily it was, Pulitzer, it felt, Arama. Yeah, it felt weak. And we are going to see Milo Ventimiglia is in this. Yes, he is. And then your other boyfriend that I like you with, Which Levi. One? Oh, yes. Um, Shazam guy. Yeah. Levi, um, Levi Shazam. Yeah. Mr. Shazam, I can't think of his name right what now. What is his name? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Grant, do you know who we're talking about? Yeah. Levi Shazam. Uh, From the movie Shazam? Yeah, the yeah. guy that uh, plays Zachary Shazam. Levi. Zachary Levi. ZL. ZL. We just call him Levi for Levi. sure. Yeah. 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 Levi Shazam, I think that, that was a good too. movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a good movie. So anyway, so we have that. If you're looking for someone this weekend and you were wondering, where is Mrs. Maisel? That's on Amazon. Oh, it is. I was thinking Hulu. Gosh, it's been so long. So long. You're right. It's on Amazon, mm-hmm. and um, people are still going crazy. A lot of on Twitter, a lot of talk about Reacher. Hashtag Reacher. Oh, it was my favorite. And I really like Grant, that. did you get through any last night? I got through three more. I have two left. Seven and eight are left for tonight. You just kind of want to, do you not just love it? Oh, it's fantastic. It's, so it's, it's a great, it's a long, I was telling Lily, it's an eight-hour movie. It's, it's an eight-hour great movie. It like, really it's, is. It's a good, it, and it's funny. It's witty, but not like in your face funny. You kind of got to think about it a little bit. Mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. You know the other one that I started seeing recaps on some pop culture sites for Pam and Tommy, which both Lori and I are boycotting. We're not watching after episode three. It was too much. Yeah. Um, they are now sending out like the next episode, what it's about. I'm seeing them do pushing it hard. I wonder if the audience has dropped out of that one. There have been so many think pieces written in Jezebel, Time, The Guardian, Vulture. A Mm -hmm. lot of uh, places have just written stories about how uncomfortable, even though it's done fantastically well. And it's fun to see these recreations, but they're like, it feels so weird and strange in 2022, post Me Too, to be watching a show 
uh, about how a woman didn't give consent. And now even now you're doing the show and the woman still doesn't give consent. Because Tommy Lee, of course, blessed this. You know, he oh, loves of course. it. Yep. He thinks it's absolutely great. Um, and nothing happened to his career and, and all of that. So a- anyway, I think, you know, people have just kind of, they've like, like I you and I, and we're like, oh, yeah, it's you fun. feel gross. I do. So on Rotten Tomatoes, Pam and Tommy, from the critic standpoint, is at 80%, but the audience is at 59 Mm-hmm. Are you back in there? No, I stopped like you guys after yeah. three. I, you know, it just didn't, ca- it just couldn't catch me. But then after you guys kind of had opened me up to the, you know, this whole thing of, you know, okay. she wasn't for it and now she's still not for this. It feels wrong to watch it on top of it, you know? So it was bad to me in the first place, but now it feels wrong. And you addition. hated it. He yeah. hated it from day one. Yeah. He yeah. could not get no. that, char- the Tommy character. No, Sebastian yeah. Stan. And yeah. I love him, but I could not get through his acting on that. Yeah. It was so bad. He is the weak link in that. He is. Yeah. And of all the characters, he's the only one I can't Mm -hmm. believe. Mm -hmm. You know, but then again, I don't like now, like that's besides the point. Like you guys said, there's more to this than just that. It's just not right in a sense to be pushing this story, profiting off of it. Hulu making, you know, glorifying this horrible situation. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. uh, One of the writers from Jezebel's got made it through the fourth episode and, and then, and she wrote like something like um, in the fourth episode, you see Pamela Anderson as she's on the set of Baywatch overhearing guys who put in the VHS tape that one of them ordered. Can you imagine showing up for work and having people watch your personal sex tape? Oh, I, can you imagine? And how she didn't even know that, you know, anyway, you know, so she was just like, she said, I just can't anymore. It's just too gross. And, you know, Pamela Anderson, we keep promising, but we will do a vintage scandal. We're going to look yeah. at because um, in in some of these pieces that I've read anyway, they said if you go back and you look at what that did to her career. Right. And what people expected her to do to get jobs. Because, of course, this is in the... The height and days of uh, the casting couch. Yeah, yeah. right. And mm-hmm. and she wasn't willing to do that and blah, blah, blah. So, anyway. It's also a wrap. Beverly Hills, Real Housewives. They have finished filming the oh, season. I is it, no, no, no. Oh, I know. Like, I was freaking out for a second. No, no. They wrapped filming on okay. season twelve. Okay. There's been a lot of gossip about it over the weekend. The ladies filmed one final party at Kyle Richards. After the festivities were over, as required, the majority of the cast celebrated with posts on Instagram. And um, uh, the one thing that I noticed is. Um, uh, Garcelle Bouvet skipped Erica Jane's hair extension launch. And if I can remind you, Erica Jane is selling clip-in hair extensions for $700 that you still have to go and have somebody put in for you. Yeah. So those are the those world's are the most worst. expensive. Whoa. You can just go to, and, and go to your bet. hairdresser, well, go to Sally's. She's got a full-time job. She's on the... The talk? The real. The real. Mm-hmm. So she's got a full-time job and actually... There after, was some epic big fight that well, happened in Epic. there already was abuse last year between Erica Jane and Garcelle. Garcelle. She was horrible. Erica Jane is a horrible, horrible human being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's interesting how we can... We don't want to watch the Pam and Tommy thing, but these people have raised their hand, they're in it, and they're just behaving bad on yeah. their own. They're sinking their own ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, your Gilded Age got renewed I, for I, season listen, two. that is a... Every week, uh, America's Downton America. 
This is by Julian Fellows. It goes up a little bit, like 10, 15%. So word of mouth and on-demand streaming. a slow, beautiful picture. There you go. It's slow, but I love it. All right, we'll be back. Stay with us. Lori and Julia on MyTalk, always streaming live on MyTalk 107.1. And, of course, if you download our app, we're going to be with you wherever you want us.